Good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to Morning Mindfulness with Rabbi G. Today, I want to do a special segment on connecting mindful living from a Jewish point of view with the concept of Hanukkah, but also to make it a little bit personal, um, because this week is a interesting week for me. So just to give you a little background so you get the context, uh, I recently traveled to South Africa to visit my mother who lives there. She hasn't been that well lately and it was, you know, through COVID, we couldn't see anyone and so on. So eventually borders opened up, booked a ticket and flew to South Africa. While I was there, there was a little bit of a breakout. Obviously I was careful, came back just in time this past Thursday. And then on the weekend, it was announced that anyone who was in South Africa for the last 14 days has to cipher self-isolate, isolate at home. So I'm very blessed that at least I made it back and that I'm isolating at home, not in a hotel quarantine. But I have to be very honest that it's very frustrating and it's a little stressful and particularly that it's the festival of Hanukkah and to celebrate Hanukkah in isolation obviously is doable. We can perform the mitzvot, we can light the menorah every evening, we can eat donuts, we can... Uh, say the special prayers that one says on Hanukkah, but I have to be honest, it is not the same. Um, and just generally, you know, when the whole world suddenly gets thrown into turmoil, uh, once again, anxiety sets in, a bit of panic, a bit of uncertainty, unpredictability, and it becomes uh, a very, very unsettling, especially if you're going through it yourself. So again, obviously, we always have to be grateful for our blessings. I'm well, I don't have any symptoms, I've tested negative, I'm all good. But in isolation, keeping the rules, um, I don't want to go into the politics of all of it. I think it's a bit overkill, but nevertheless, obviously, I'm doing the right thing, doing what I'm supposed to do, but finding it a little bit, uh, a little bit stressful. So what I had to do is reflect, of course, and, and try and, and bring myself back to the concepts that we've been discussing, particularly in this, part, in this podcast um, throughout the weeks, the concept of being in the moment, the concept of understanding the opportunity of every moment of every experience, and bring myself back to that way of thinking rather than be frustrated and just waiting for it to end because it's going to be a very long week if I do that. It's going to, I'm, I'm in isolation for another week until next Tuesday. You're supposed to isolate from tw- uh, for 14 days from when you left the country, when you left South Africa, which was last Wednesday. So I've got another week of this stuff. So rather than be frustrated and just wait for it on spilkes, as they say in Yiddish, um, to just for it to end, I needed to reflect and to really try and, um, I guess, practice what I preach. But I wanted to do that, particularly in the context of Hanukkah. Um, because Hanukkah, the concept of Hanukkah, and the ideas I want to share with you, I think can be extremely helpful for anyone that's going through a challenging time or whatever level of challenge it, it might be, and this is not severe, but nevertheless, others obviously go through much more severe challenges. But Hanukkah can be extremely helpful because Hanukkah is an extremely powerful festival. So, of course, the background of Hanukkah is during the Second Temple, um, close to 2,000 years ago, when the Jewish people were under Greek Assyrian rule with Greek culture, oppressed religiously and spiritually. Their temple was defiled um, and there was a wave of assimilation, forced assimilation that was happening. And of course, a small group of people known as the Maccabees, uh, Hashmanaim, stood up, fought 
fought the system, won a miraculous war, a war where there was the many were given into the hands of the few, the strong were given into the hands of the weak, and an amazing miracle. But what's more emphasized on Hanukkah, and what's more celebrated on Hanukkah, is of course the miracle of the oil. The Jews came back, they found the temple in ruins, they reinaugurated the altar, they cleaned it up, and they wanted to light the menorah, which was done every day in a temple. They only found enough pure oil to last one day, and miraculously it lasted eight days, which is why we have the Hanukkah festival of uh, celebrating the, and commemorating the miracle of the oil each night by kindling the menorah. But of course, as everything in Jewish history, this is not a history lesson, and it's not about commemorating something in the past, but it's about connecting to the power of the candles. In other words, the lighting of the candles that we do is not a culture symbol. It's not just a, a, a symbol to remember what happened a long time ago, but it's actually to connecting to something very, very powerful. And I want to share with you an idea, which then I will link to the concept of mindful living and really understanding the opportunity within every minute. So, when we make a blessing on the candles, one of the blessings we make is Sha'asani Simla Avotenu. We bless God for making miracles, performing miracles for our, our, our ancestors. By in those days, Bizman Hazer in this time. Now, simply speaking, the explanation of that phraseology is that God performed a miracle at in those times, but during this period of time. But of course the Kabbalists explain and not what it means. It means much deeper than that. It means that God performed miracles for us in those days, but but it is current. The power, the energy, the miraculous nature of what took place, the, the spiritual energy of what took place then is happening now, particularly during the festival of Hanukkah. So what is the energy? So we light the candles. Now, the mystics explain the following, that the light of the menorah candles goes back to a very powerful light. In fact, let me just share with you an amazing idea. The, we know that the Hanukkah is a rabbinic festival, right? a rabbinic festival, which means it's not explicit in the Torah. It was made later by the rabbis, but yet we know that often and most times, of course, whatever something is enacted rabbinically, it actually has a source in the Torah itself. So Hanukkah happened on the 25th day of Kislev. We are currently in the month of Kislev. Hanukkah began yesterday, uh, or Sunday night, which is in the Jewish calendar, the 25th of Kislev. If you open up the Torah, if you open up the Chumash, the Bible, at the very beginning of Genesis, you will see that... You count the words. We know that the very first creation of God in the six days of creation was light, known in the Hebrew as Or. And the first time Or, the first time light, is mentioned in the Torah is the 25th word of the Torah. So the 25th word of the Torah is Or, representing the light that was created then, connecting, of course, to the Hanukkah lights. But it goes deeper than that. So that's just a hint that Hanukkah is the 25th of Kislev, and it's hinted in the Torah because the 25th word is Or. But it goes much deeper than that, and this is what the mystics tell us about the energy and the depth of the Hanukkah festival and the Hanukkah lights. When the Torah mentions Or, light, for the very first time, what is it actually talking about? So it's talking about something we refer to in Kabbalah as the Or Haganuz, the hidden light, known as the primordial light. It was the light 
that God created at the very beginning of creation. This is not the sun and the moon that was created later. This is a light that was created at the very beginning of creation, which was known as the primordial light, the secret light, the hidden light. And it, this light had the energy of tremendous and absolute and perfect clarity. In other words, the, uh, the ability to see beyond, to see beneath, to see hidden, what is hidden in everything. However, we are taught that God hid that light, hence the name in Hebrew for Or Haganuz, the hidden light. And it will probably be revealed, we are taught, in Jewish tradition, in the time of Mashiach, when the God's revelation will be completely revealed in the world, there will be a, an, an, an existence of complete clarity. Um, that's when this light will be revealed. However, from time to time, we're able to access the secret light, if we want to, if we do it properly. So one of the times that we are taught that this light is accessible is on Hanukkah. Because the light of the Hanukkah menorah, we are taught the holiness of the Hanukkah menorah, the light, the holiness of the Hanukkah candles, stems and is taken from the power and the holiness of the Or Haganuz, the primordial light that was created at the very beginning of creation, the Or Haganuz. In other words, not just a coincidence that the 25th word of the Torah is Or, and the 20th Hanukkah happened on the 25th of Kislev, it's because the light of Hanukkah is in fact the same holiness, the same light of the very original primordial light that was created at the very beginning of creation. Now what does that have to do with mindful living or Jewish mindfulness? So here's the, here's the secret. We know that in Hebrew we have a concept called gematria, numerical value, where every word has a numerical value that is unique to the Hebrew language, where every letter has a number and therefore every word has a numerical value. The gematria, the numerical value of or, of light, is raz. Raz means secret. The essence of light is not to create anything new. This is, this is, the, this is the power. When you, when you turn a light on in a room, you do not create anything. So therefore, the first creation of God, light, actually is interesting because God hadn't yet created the entire universe. So... Light is only there to see, but what's the purpose of creating light first? Normally you build a house and then you build an electrical system to have light to see what is going on. But God creates light at the very beginning to establish the foundation and the mission statement of creation. That beneath everything you see, there's a secret, Raz. What we see in the physical creation is very superficial. It is up to us to switch on the light, to reveal the secret, to reveal the hiddenness, what is beneath every experience, what is the soul of every experience, what is the depth of everything that we experience, every moment of the day, every new day, every new moment. To do that, we have to really focus. We have to really be mindful. We have to really pay attention. The previous Lubavitcher Rebbe said that when you light the Hanukkah candles, they tell a story. They reveal a secret. And he said in Yiddish, which I'll just say and then I'll translate, he said, You have to listen 
carefully, be attentive to what the Hanukkah candles are telling us, the story that they're telling us. And the story that they're telling us, that's why there's a custom that many people have that when they light the Hanukkah menorah and sing the Hanukkah songs, they don't just walk away. They actually sit there for a while, looking at the candles, perhaps studying something, reflecting, and really taking in and absorbing the lesson of the Hanukkah candles. And that lesson, first and foremost, is there's so many lessons in the Hanukkah candles, but the lesson, first and foremost, is the lights themselves. That everything we experience has a purpose. Everything we experience, even when it's challenging, even when it seems pointless, frankly, like self-isolation for 14 days after you've been in South Africa, and therefore can breed a lot of impatience and frustration and stress, the uncertainty that's been induced by the panic and fear that has been created by, I don't know, governments and, 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 and media particularly, which is mostly unnecessary, unfortunately. But nevertheless, when we're in that, there's a purpose. There's a mission. There's a secret. There's a soul. There's something that can be accomplished in that moment that cannot be accomplished in any other moment. And I'm talking to myself. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting during this week of stopping and reflecting and forgetting about what I had to cancel and what I can't do and what I can't do that I wanted to do this week, but rather saying, it is what it is. Let me stop. Let me wake up every morning and let me think, what can I do to make this day amazing? What secrets can I unearth, can I reveal today? What secrets, what light, what soul, what warmth, what spirituality exists beneath the frustration, beneath the pointless exercise, beneath this day, beneath this hour, beneath this moment. And that's the only way to make every moment work. And that's really the lesson of Hanukkah in general. So I wanted to suggest before we just meditate a little bit and try and absorb this, that this is a very, very powerful thing, but, it, but we connect to it by actually the actual ritual. So I, I encourage everyone to, of course, have a Hanukkah menorah to light it tonight, preferably around 8 o'clock when the sun goes down. Tonight's the third night. Make the blessing. When you make the second blessing, that God has performed miracles in those times, in those days, but in this time, understand that the miraculous energy is existing now. It's something we can connect to now. And sit by the Hanukkah candles with your family. And reflect. And remember to pay attention. Remember that Life is about the light and the warmth of the Hanukkah candles. It's about turning on the secrets. It's about turning on the light and revealing the power and the opportunity beneath every experience, no matter what the experience is. But we, to do that, we need to stop. We need to think. And we need to start every new experience with a bit of thought and reflection and focus and attention to see what values can I live by now? What purpose can I achieve in this moment? So let's just absorb this a little bit. We're obviously not at the Hanukkah candles now, but we are during the days of Hanukkah with a special energy. So just relax and join me by focusing, perhaps by closing your eyes and just stopping, taking a few deep breaths, 
paying attention to your breathing and just first and foremost getting into the frame of calmness by just slowly breathing in and breathing out and paying attention and noticing the calm rhythm of the way we breathe. Remembering that the breath is our expression of our neshama, our soul. The Torah tells us that the soul is like a candle, just like the Hanukkah candles. The flames of Hanukkah represent our soul, the candle of our being. The ability to turn on the light. Just for a moment, visualize a room that is dark. You're scared to get up. You're perhaps unsettled, uneasy. Don't know where the door is. Don't know what you're supposed to do. Perhaps feeling a bit hopeless. Feeling a bit pointless. And then imagine the light goes on and suddenly you notice the furniture, the books to read, the things to do, the opportunities that are in front of your eyes you didn't notice before. Come back to the Hanukkah candles, just think about the Hanukkah that maybe you lit last night or you're going to lit tonight. Look at the candles, see them flicker. Notice the warmth, the symbol of hope, light. Think of your own soul, the light of your being. As we breathe and we breathe deeply, let's connect to the depth of our neshama and understand the miraculous nature that we have, the ability to turn on the light in every moment. Pay attention to the opportunity, the potential of each moment, no matter how dark the moment superficially seems. Just in your mind, just pause and just focus in your mind on the Hanukkah candles, the symbol of our soul. Look at the lights, look at the candles. Notice the light in every experience that we have. So keep that thought with you, but this week it becomes even more possible as we actually physically, tangibly light the candles. And let's just hold on to that and just remember that no matter what we're doing, no matter what how unsettling the day might seem or the world might seem at the moment. We need to turn on the light and see the opportunity and see the potential.
to give meaning and purpose. So on that note, I wish everyone a Hanukkah Sameach.